Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, it's Matt Key with Marvel Movie News. Today we're talking about uh, White Tiger coming to Netflix. We're also going to talk about Infinity War. Deadpool 2 has some casting rumors. Uh, We've got uh, The Tinkerer. Just sit right there, we've got so much to talk about! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Here's Popcorn Talks. Everything's great. Movie news. <laughs> That's a rule. Hey, we are the Marvel Movie News coming to you. Um, I do this every, every week. Did you forget the date? No, no. It's a, the, uh, who the cares episode? about the date? We're, well, we are ish, we're episode 95. Yes. I do know that. So right. five more and we get 100. And Boom. I think I think then we get a free Marvel Movie News. I think so. Yeah. And you read numbers cover. to us. Was that? Yeah, then you yeah we have to renumber. Yeah, then we we'll renumber yes. back to one. Number yeah. one, volume two. Then yeah. we do one point one, where we do it randomly yeah. on a Thursday and drive everyone nuts because no one to watch it or read it or collect it. And then we do an annual. <laughs> yep, of course. Uh, and then we do a special. We did an with Josh, annual. we did an annual. January yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah, and then we do an an, like a, a special where Josh comes in mm-hmm. uh, and he's just like, "Hey, everybody!" Our annual yeah. threw our numbers off for months. Yeah, remember we did like yeah, what? It was just so a Doctor funny. Strange Deadpool special. We were like seventy three. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, let's and, see. We've yeah, got... you don't understand. You're in secret invasions of Marvel movie news right now, mm-hmm. but we figure that out. Yeah, we we'll figure that out later. Yeah. Third act. Uh, uh, let's say we're coming from Wakanda. Do you want to say Wakanda? We got some. Good, uh, we haven't we got from some Wakanda fun. yet. Yeah, we haven't yeah, been from Wakanda. Let's, let's, let's from say Wakanda. we're good. We are the Marvel movie news coming to you live from Wakanda, where we tell you all the news from all the studios. Why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News, or find us at uh, youtubecom forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us through their website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News. PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. Also, we're on Facebook, you folks. So we're at facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. And uh, guys, if you'll tweet a link out to the show telling people about the live chat and how they can jump in and how we're like the most awesome people in the universe, at least for this one hour, Doom will retweet you from the booth in Latveria. Doom demands tweets. Ooh, extra demanding this week. <laughs> wow, extra demanding. Uh, there's a lot of demand. stuff. There's a lot of stuff that's heavily opinionated this week. Is there? Really? So I need tweets about. It. Well, sort of. It yeah, could right. be heavily opinionated. Yeah. Dude, quit farting into the microphone. <laughs> That's fun. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're joined by Coyjandro at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-E-R-E-A-U. And with us uh, today also is Marquia. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. What's uh, your Twitter again? Uh, Marquia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Welcome back. And today we are joined by the one, the only, the effervescent Josh Trujillo. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. Uh, Josh, uh, Mr. Trujillo, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, where, uh, oh, what, sure. you've got, what you've got going on in your life. Uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a comic book nerd. I'm a comic book writer. Uh, yeah. I'm doing some Adventure Time books for Boom Studios now, and the next one that comes out is called President Bubblegum. So if oh, you know Princess I, I, Bubblegum. Yeah. We've uh, got a picture of it there. She's running for office this time, and we're going to... Oh, awesome. 
So yeah. she's no longer just the queen. It's a. Uh, we'll get into it. I mean, uh, yeah. Well, don't get into it because I, no I don't want spoilers. I don't want spoilers. Uh, yeah, love but, her uh, secret service, though. They're <laughs> very serious. Yeah, <laughs> very serious secret service. And you also have a few other comic books out, though, right? Yeah, like, why don't you self, tell us about those? Uh, I self-publish a kind of a fantasy gaming anthology. So if you play like uh, Pathfinder, Dungeons and Dragons, or yeah. Apocalypse World, they're all stories by different creators about their their favorite RPG characters and how they get killed off during the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of these games, as you spend four hours like coming up with what they can carry, what spells they know, mm-hmm. what weapons. Right. You walk into the first room of the first dungeon, you make a bad roll, and you die. Yeah. Yes. So it's a it's a celebration of all that. <laughs> oh my God! That's nice. what's that one called? Uh, that's called Death Saves. Uh, Fallen Heroes of the Kitchen Table, and we're doing a, a follow up for for next year too. I'm excited. About oh my that. God! Oh. That sounds so fun. It's it's good. I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons and those types of games for about 20 years now. Oh my Fantastic. God! That's so awesome. 20 years. I, I mean, 10 years. <laughs> well, I mean, that's you're you've been, so you've been playing since you were like three. Yeah. Yeah, negative years actually. Yeah. <laughs> in the womb, just like rolling dice. Uh, well, welcome to our show. Thank you yeah. for joining Thank us you. today. Uh, and with us, as always, is Doom in the booth in Latveria. Hello, Doom. I am here, still demanding <laughs> tweets. Oh, you put uh, some bass in that voice, Doom. Yeah, leaning into it. It's Doom. Uh, all right, the let's jump. Let's there. jump into the. So. I got a better mic. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to uh, we're going to discuss just very briefly a few things, then we're going to get into the very end uh, where we're going to have like some in depth discussions about some of these things. So uh, first off, let's uh, talk uh, Infinity War, where we've got Winter Soldier confirmed to be in the film. Uh, Hollywood Reporter reported on that. Um, there's nothing else beyond that. That's just exciting. That, I love yeah. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Winter Soldier's in it. It's good. It's good no, news. No, I'm ex- I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, and uh, he's all. There's, it's a very strong possibility there's going to be Black Panther. We've heard a couple of rumors about that. Can't imagine he wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is cryogenically frozen with there. him. There. I mean, it's not. It's not like they don't need him to be any kind of savior type of thing. But I think psychologically, uh, they could have a lot of fun with having some scenes with him. Yeah. And yeah. With the spirituality of the Wakandan people trying it, to help him. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to get him out of his cryogenic freezing or whatever. You know, like yeah. story wise, but maybe. Um, I remember Peggy Carter was supposed to be in Agent Ultron, and she was only in it in like a flashback sequence. Yeah. So it could be like that too. Mm, that's Possibility. true. I just really like the idea of having the Wakandans help him with you know all the psychological stuff mm-hmm. that's going on. I, I mean, I know we get that later on for him to have autonomy or yeah. like trying to reach that, but that I would really like that as a a little really minor subplot. I'm so it. excited for Black Panther as long as you know, the Winter Soldier doesn't get in the way of it. I'm super excited. Yeah, there we it. go. Yeah. Um, Do you and- guys think they hold off? Uh, Winter Soldier towards like the end of the movie as like a the, third act save and it will if, oh, either that or if the rumors of uh, Steve Rogers' fate are to be believed what uh, r- rumors are you well, talking okay, about? well okay not that he's gonna, rumors he's gonna die somewhere in Spider-Man Theory, theories is a better word well we know he does right well, eventually well dies he does the theories the that, that Steve Rogers may meet his end in Infinity War well uh, but Black Panther comes out before Infinity War mhm Mm. Well, I was just saying, in Infinity War, he could just show up there at the end. I sort of think they're going to ignore him in Black Panther. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? We've got three cosmic movies and Spider-Man Homecoming mm-hmm. um, before we get to, like, Black Panther. Right. So, like, we're just like, hey, what's up? We've got magic and we're in this whole other realm. <laughs> um, then we're in, The smallest like, little high school, like, universe. Yeah, super like duper yeah. cosmic saga. Yeah. Then we're in a tiny little bitty high school. Then we're back to, like, Thor Scope and Hulk Wakanda. on a whole other planet <laughs> fighting Surger. 
Then we go to Wakanda. That's why the tone of the whole universe is so impressive, because they've been able to get these 12 different type universes into one, like... Yeah, and it all yeah. fits. Right, like, you can miraculously. watch them all and just be like, good! Yep, that's yeah. Marvel. That yeah. makes, and it's all they have a flavor, yeah. while being this. So I'm very yeah. curious how... Because uh, I know Black Panther flavor is going to be very different than we've experienced yet. Just yeah. like, like Luke Cage looks so different, and just like Iron Fist is going to be different, so... I think with those three cosmic ones, having Spider-Man in the middle is going to be really jarring in the best way. Like, yeah. remember that things can be small and important. Yeah. Something I love about the MCU is that it's great at scratching all the itches. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be Every an amazing gets, like the next three love. years. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, Winter, Winter Soldier's in Infinity War. Uh, we can like I, I don't know that that's news. I think we were probably all expecting that, unless like one of we were like, oh, maybe he dies in Black Panther. Like, I maybe frostbite, real chilly, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just really boring death. Like, yeah. oh, we did right. the wrong tool. Oh, he died oh, peacefully no. in his sleep, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it got a little too cold for Bucky, yeah, uh, like, yeah, uh, crap happens. <laughs> yep, let's move on to Doctor Strange real quick. Where uh, Scott Derrickson says, Magic is magic. Ah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, actually, Scott. Actually, no, it, here's the deal so, like, there were. When when they first announced it at the Marvel event that they had, uh, what was that like twenty fourteen, like October of twenty fourteen, mm-hmm. um, they uh, they said that it dealt a lot with the quantum realm mm-hmm. and all that stuff, and it was quantum magic or quantum science, and that's how it appeared to be magic. Right. Uh, so like, I think there was this sort of expectation for the last couple of years of oh yeah, like he's screwing around in like the quant with yeah, quantum science or whatever, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. kind of what the magic is. It's Science we don't understand or whatever, kind of exactly what they said right. of Thor, just in a different from a different perspective. Yeah, Thor seemed to be like actively afraid of talking about magic. Yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling by the time we get to this third one, it's going to do the exact opposite direction. Yeah, oh well, man, Ragnarok was like, wacky. we got to ease you in. Yeah. We're going to this Marvel universe. They were like, mm-hmm. it's all science, kind of, and now yeah. it's like, nah, you've been with no, us for a while. It's magic. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. You 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 bought that a, a, a raccoon. A talking raccoon and a walking talking tree can live inside of a giant cosmic giant. Magic. Head, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay, then. Uh, so, but the direct quote uh, to uh, Games Radar from Derrickson at, at Comic-Con was, Magic is magic in this movie. That's not something that's explained away scientifically. Then he went on to add, It's not something that's easy to define, as magic should be. Magic should be mysterious. There's mystery to magic, and there's mystery to the tone of the mo- movie. Mystery is a good thing. I don't know why that voice. Just, yeah. Yeah, very specific voice. Mystery, yeah. magic, mystical. Mystery, magic, mystical, mis- <laughs> mystical, magical, mystery, magical tour. Well, Matt, let me ask you. Yeah. Let me ask you a question yeah. though, because yeah. they're saying like it's not as easily defined, but there still are rules to how magic functions within the Marvel there, universe. There will still have to be some semblance of rules. Don't know what that is, and the rules will be mysterious, whatever they are. Um, I do. One of the things that I really like about the current Doctor Strange run that Jason Aaron is writing is that. For the first time, you're really seeing the full cost of magic and how Doctor Strange has paid it, but then had the payment of that uh, debt like pushed off onto other people with like the the monks or whatever, like mm. off and like like. The it, book is so good. Everyone so good. I just like that term, magic debt. Yeah, magic that's, debt, right? That's yeah. the whole, like, the first arc's all about the cost of magic, and I love that yes. you're touching on that. What do you think the question they asked to get that response from that guy was? Was it like, what is magic? And he was, <laughs> <laughs> like, where no. did that even come up in Magic is magic. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think they probably went up to, uh, to him, and, like, they were dressed as, like, a magician, and they were like, hey, you want to see a card trick? And he was like, nah, listen, magic is magic in this movie. And they're like, we weren't <laughs> asking like that. that it's not something that's explained away scientifically. This wasn't a press conference. That? It was just Scott Derrickson <laughs> yeah. like, in his lobby getting mail. <laughs> yeah. like, magic is magic. What do you, what do you want, what do you want yeah. man? Like, I, just, like, like, I just need for you to sign for this package. <laughs> no, magic is magic. 
Poor yeah, guy. he's he's at, he's at his apartment complex out in Duarte, just like <laughs> he's a bit wound a, up. He's Azusa. a bit Doctor Strange yeah. up. Uh, but no, I I as much as we're joking and having fun with it, I'm so over the moon ecstatic to see magic just be magic. I don't want it to be explained as a way. As much as I actually kind of liked it in Thor, I was like, oh sure, well that makes sense. They're godlike beings with science beyond our comprehension. All right, sure. But like this is just like no, I want it. Yeah, no, well, I think Phase 3, we've earned it. Like I said, we, yeah, we've exactly. gotten to the point, I talked about it with uh, Winter Soldier when the first pictures of Crossbones came out and he looked ridiculous and awesome at the same time. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're there! We did it! Like, we did society it! We did it, you guys! guys a guy yeah. in a costume like that. So I think magic is definitely due. Uh, Alright, well, let's yeah. jump over to Thor Ragnarok real quick, where we've learned this week that the Warriors 3 might be returning. It's just a rumor. Cool, I like them. Uh-huh. I mean, they're in Australia. They're shooting in Australia. It makes sense yeah. that there might be involved. Seems yep. like nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, Taranobu yeah. Asano uh, Instagrammed, Hello Australia. He plays Hogan the Grim. Uh, and Ray Stevenson got a tattoo in the tattoo parlor. Uh, tweeted out, Look who just stopped by our Gold Coast studio to get some ink in between filming Thor. Like, yeah. It's Ray Stevenson. Oh, I love Ray Stevenson, oh, yeah. man. That guy's yeah. awesome. And he plays uh, Volstag the Voluminous. And was Punisher. Vol- and Lexi right. Alexander's Punisher. You're right, he was. Yeah. He was. He's a good dude. He's playing Blackbeard on Black Sails this year. Everyone is he really? Me. Yeah, that's when I was in South Africa, I got to meet Ray Stevenson. He was the coolest guy ever. Is he really? <laughs> dude, I had. I was nice. like, I, I tried not to you be all like, oh, hard. Because he's just like, <laughs> he was Blackbeard too at the time, so he was just like, and I was like, dude! Uh, and then just talking about like Punisher and stuff. It was just really, he's a really, really good guy, really humble. He's like a painter and he like has a, like a loving family, but like he just exudes this like, I am manly paintings. <laughs> so it was just like, it was, uh, it was really cool to see an actor that I like looked up to being as manly as expected, but also like, paintings! I am man! Look at my pictures of bulldogs yeah, and yeah, lavender. It, it was cool to see like yeah, the sensitive side of man. Oh. Like, landscapes. A landscape. Very oh, like, he's beautiful, a landscape like, yeah, and like beautiful ocean stuff. He's but he uh, always guy. he always throws in like a Miller Genuine Draft can, of course, right? Because yeah, he's a man. I mean, yeah, yeah. man stuff, man. Or just little Punisher yeah. off in the sea, just like <laughs> no, just he was a really good dude, and I was really impressed. I'm excited that he's back. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the so right now it's just the Warriors too because we haven't had a Zachary Levi right, sighting right. Mm-hmm. just yet. So maybe they murdered him. But, you know, it would only make sense. Do we they have murdered him off screen? Do we have confirmation one way or the other about Lady Sif, or is she still solving tattoo murders on that show? <laughs> uh, I, I actually haven't watched Blind I've never Spot. Watched it. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I've actually, never that's a good question because that show did something for a bit, and then I don't know what happened. So, I don't, mm, interesting. She spoke on it a little while ago. I know we reported on it, but now I'm trying to remember. I'm gonna look it up. Wait, yes. she spoke I think, on I what? I think she said something Whether like, don't, be, come su- back. don't mm. be worried about it. Uh, so Bet- like, don't be Betsy worried. in the live chat said Zach Levi did confirm his role in Ragnarok at Comic-Con. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, there you go. Great. So it's the Warriors 3. Thank we got you. the full trio. Thanks, Betsy. Right. <laughs> in April, Jamie Alexander said that she may not play Lady Sif. Oh, well, that's... Um, that she's one of my, that she's, doesn't mean that she's not, but she expressed doubt as she's my uh, favorite four months ago. Yeah, I'd yeah. be interested in them building her up somehow. It's a shame that she's not going to be. Maybe yeah. not. I thought she well, was I mean, the best Wonder Woman we'd get until that Wonder Woman trailer came out. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah that trailer was Yeah, that fantastic. trailer. Because like five that years ago sick. when we had Thor Dark World, I was like, she could totally be Wonder Woman. And mm-hmm. then Wonder Woman happened. I was like, that's Wonder that's Woman. That's Wonder though. Woman. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's jump over to the Punisher. Uh, now, this is... This is speculation. I read it on comicbook.com. I, I think a few other sources also kind of talked about it. But... Um, uh, Doom, do you have that, uh, the picture of the, um, what's it called? The skibbity, skibbity, boop, 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 the, uh, 
<laughs> from from the words, out, the, the, words. That the, was summary, the summary from Netflix. There we go. That's what the oh fun is called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the fun. That's the fun. So so this appeared on uh, the Netflix app. Uh, it says after the murder of his family, Frank Castle is both haunted and hunted. In the criminal underworld, he'll become known as the Punisher. It makes a little less sense because he's already known as the Punisher. Um, I don't know why it's future tense. But, um, but yeah, so that appeared, and comicbook.com and other sites are saying that typically whenever that happens, that means that the, the series is a year out, because Netflix typically only releases that stuff a year out. Mm-hmm. It's total speculation. Like, Netflix hasn't said anything, and honestly, like, I, I could see, like, them putting that out, like, 18 months ahead of time, so we get it in 2018, which is when it's currently scheduled. So, the news is that we might get it a year later. Um, but we, I think we it's also talked about the escalation of like them doing three years instead of two, so maybe this is a sign of that. Yeah. And that'd be nice. I yeah. do feel like the last time we saw one of these leaks, they had all four of the series plus the defenders, and that was like last year. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, I, I, I right. think I feel like they're like the sites were reaching for a headline more than anything. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it would be like I would. Would you guys want a third Netflix series in 2017? Because yeah. we have Defenders and Iron Fist coming out. Dude, I'll take 12 a year. One a month will make me happy. I can just sit back, have a great weekend. Yeah. Next month, have another one. I, there's no amount of too much for me. Yeah. See, right. the thing is that since it's Netflix, uh, you can consume at your own yeah, pace. Exactly. So they can have three in a year, and it's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. So I watched I'm, Daredevil I'm season okay two back to back. I've watched it one weekend and then gave it a week and watched it again the next weekend. Like, I love that show so much. Give me yeah. Punisher again, Matt. <laughs> Punisher's yeah. such perfect television fodder, though. This is like yeah. the best for Really you could hope to have mm-hmm. a man. Oh, 100%. And like the casting, we've talked about it a hundred times, but like John Bernthal on a TV show with 13 hours of like diving into that character mm-hmm. is like what we need. Yeah, I actually just watched Daredevil season two last week. Like, like while I was like doing all my Burning Man prep, I would just have it on in the background while I was packing or whatever else. And it's just, man, it's so fun. Yeah. It's such a fun mm-hmm. series. The only thing that worries me about three a year is will that stretch them too thin? Not like uh, in terms of like, can we watch them? But will production be too they're different teams you mean like budget wise well budget wise and also like they they have different showrunners and writing teams and stuff but there is still the people overseeing them and we don't know how much input they've had how much of effect they've had and will that overload them and that is a worthy concern because I'd rather have quality than quantity. But since they're such diverse teams and since Feige has been like 10 years ahead the whole time, if they have anyone on TV that's like that, then we should be okay. Like they've been able to plan the universe phases ahead. If they can do anything close to that with Netflix, they should be fine. But like I said, I'd rather them not risk it if that is a worry. Do you think the TV stuff has as clear a plan as the film stuff? No, because they've added stuff. Like Punisher yeah. was mm-hmm. clearly like Punisher was like, we yeah. think this will be great. We are assuming it'll be great. Oh, it's so good. Well, they, knew, More. they knew it was going to be They good. knew, but they didn't. Yeah. They didn't know they how much yeah. we'd love it. Yeah. They're still they're still gambling on the affection of the fans. Well, I, think, that, I think they've got enough room for organic growth for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a really nice way to say. I, I, actually, <laughs> I actually think that's part of their plan is to remain flexible. So I think they plan like just far enough ahead, uh, knowing that like we're going to need, need to flex and move and maneuver. Because like Jessica Jones was a total gamble. Like yeah. no one knew who she was. You know, thank God, like it did as well as it did, and it won a Peabody and like everything else. And now they're getting, a, we're getting a season two. Mm-hmm. And w- which, by the way, I have no idea what they're going to do for a season two because the only Jessica Jones story I'm actually I want to familiar with was the Purple Man. One. I like the Spider Woman comic because I love the idea of a superhero having a child yeah. and like a mom mm-hmm. having to deal with superheroism yeah. and parenting. I'd love if I mean, if Jessica same. Jones would have that dynamic. What with her and Luke Cage? Yeah. You mean? 
Like, I just would go ahead and have yeah. Avengers. I'd yeah. love, like, that era yeah. of Jessica Jones. Like, her having a baby, dealing with parenting, being that still hard-edged woman, but also having yeah. to deal with, like, having well, baby go- Danielle. Yeah. yeah, but going going from uh, the last episode, I'd love to see her become a villain-like character in her world. In her world. Not a villain up here, but a villain through her actions, because uh, what's one of the things where it's like, um, if you stay in the game long enough, you'll... See yeah, yourself as a villain, or they'll oh, it's like what's you the exact? Them, you, you like stare at the abyss long enough, the abyss stares back at you, or that's kind of the quote. Yeah, you uh, live yeah, long it's... enough to be a hero, or you, or you the DC that, quote, yeah, yeah. Dark Knight. You either die a hero right, or live dude. long enough to see yourself become a villain. We're not as well versed in, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but it's like that. That would be a fun angle for them to that go. That would be pretty with, interesting, yeah. actually. Yeah, I would um, love to see a Jessica Jones season two that really focuses on her dealing with the rise of vigilantism because it'll be after Defenders. And so what is somebody who has had it in a series that was so clearly defined between good and evil in season one, have, seeing I have her struggle with drawing that line between like it, like in my world where Moon Knight is in Jessica Jones season two, yeah. mm-hmm. somebody who is severely disturbed, but it, has good intentions. How does she deal with that once she gets to that? She tracks a case to a point where this person is good, but doing bad things. I like that idea. That's yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah. she's that. in a tough place too because uh, you know her character is. She left the, the series ended at such a good point for her, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then Luke Cage is coming up, and she'll have to have some involvement in that, I imagine. Yeah, and yeah. then Defenders, she's that's probably, probably going to be in every episode. Well, that's what I mean. She'll be like, we'll have two more shows with Jessica Jones by the time we well, get Jessica Jones. Yeah. Possibly because we don't know that she's going to be in Luke Cage. It's it's probable, mm-hmm. um, but we don't Maybe know for later. certain. Maybe not as much as he was in her show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's going to be a little more secondary. I think Luke Cage is going to be more about him kind of rediscovering who he is, discovering how to be a hero. Like, maybe there will be an episode or two where he interacts with her, like, how do you do this? But you Right, know. yeah. Like do you have that quote about uh, the multiple villains in Jessica Jones season two? Uh, I don't have it offhand, no. Did, did you hear I, about but, it? No, I heard about it and how like, they're planning to have like multiple Yeah, because they were saying that you that, can't yeah. replace Kilgrave. You can't have another just one villain because yeah. he was so good. So I <laughs> love the it, it could be like interesting to see like not one main villain, but like five or six. Well, like, she fights like mm-hmm. almost like a monster of the week sort of thing. Could be kind of cool. Well, Daredevil did a good job juggling three villains. And, and you know, I think that they can do that sort of dynamic. Uh, villain of the week could be tricky because of the... Sh- the serialized nature of Netflix is what's keeping it strong, so Villain of the Week might become redundant, mm-hmm, especially because mm-hmm. if you're watching it all at once, so I, I think having a core you know, set of villains, uh, but, but Jessica Jones is such an uh, underused character in the comics. She doesn't right, have, she a, lot of, have a, yeah. she doesn't a lot of lore. Yeah, so, yeah, so well, they, they've got a lot of room to grow with her then. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not so on board with the you know Villain of the Week or Monster of the Month or mm-hmm. such, just because of, yes, how Netflix is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want filler episodes. Right, I'd so rather, I mean, I'd rather not once, have... I'd rather not have that episode than have a film. I want a 13-hour movie again, and we've gotten that so far. Like, Stranger Things was the best eight-hour movie I've seen since I was a child. I want that for Netflix, and I want that to keep going. The quote, by the way, uh, from uh, Rosenberg, uh, the showrunner of Jessica Jones, says, uh, uh, referring to how she planned to top David Tennant's Kilgrave, says, or antagonists, plural. No one is ever going to beat David Tennant as Kilgrave, so you don't do that. The biggest mistake would be to try to repeat that. You just go, okay, we're not going to do that, so we have to open... We have to have this open to us. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, but it oh, is it is right. interesting because I have no like she doesn't have a rogues gallery. Her villain is Kilgrave, right. and he's mm-hmm. dead. So mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know who she's going to be fighting because the only other comic that she ever had on her own was where she was working for the bugle. Right. And well, you know? I mean that'd be a fun storyline. I also I mean I'm still leaning into the whole baby thing. I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I would like to see that. I, I would like to see like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage navigating having 
young relationship. Um, like a young relationship growing into marriage and having a baby yeah, together. Yeah, we haven't right? had that yet. We haven't I, had I that. I think that would be really Eventually, cool. I'd rather see more stuff on her, you know, like on her own, on her yeah. journey, yeah, you know, like some Luke Cage. Not... I think, I think um, there's still more Jessica Jones to be told before we well, get Danielle. Well, we season three, though. Like, I don't know if, like, I don't want to lean in too much to the future. Like, you can't count on things going that far. It's a 13-hour show. So, I mean, we have plenty of time in a season to make that work while still giving her justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just afraid of, like, lean, waiting for season three, and then if it doesn't happen, we've lost that opportunity well it's not such a big deal if uh danielle doesn't end up happening yeah. you know that's not a big deal that's well, not to me it is so I, i'm i want that more than i want to have another season one i don't know if the baby has helped jessica a lot in the comics i will say really? i don't think yeah. a lot of good storylines have come out of that i don't so think I... a lot of bad storylines have come out of it i just feel like it, she's been kind of treading water since alias in a lot of ways because yeah. she doesn't have a rogues gallery yeah. yeah, so now they have an opportunity to have that happen, mm-hmm. uh, make it be that 13-hour movie, less Monster of the Month, more 13-hour movie, and they can do that. She doesn't have to have a husband and a child for that to happen. I'll I, bet, I'll I just know it's something I haven't seen. That's the only reason mm-hmm. I want it. There's not been that in in any Marvel or DC or anything yet. Yeah. The big question that left at the end of Jessica Jones season one was the lab that created her powers. So I'll bet you should we, we see her investigating that and really digging into oh, yeah. where Ooh. she came from, which would lead her towards probably a whole new set of powered people that she then has to either control or track down. And that's where we get her PI skills in into work. And then she mm-hmm. has to either control them or let them go. And that becomes a moral dilemma for her. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, so the Wolverine yeah. with that. So we might get Punisher in 2017. So that'd be swell. <laughs> that'd be real swell. Moral be great. story. But but uh, I will say that I think Punisher fits better after Defenders. Oh yeah, I agree. Personally, uh, because then like they've like Defenders. I feel like Defenders hits, and then we get a whole new phase. Right. It's a right. Like it's, it's, a yeah, phase it's like two. the Avengers. Yeah. It's like when Avengers happened. That was the end of the first story, and yeah. then we go to the next one. Yeah. I'm just selfishly wanting it in 2017. Uh, well, spe- while we're on the subject of Netflix, uh, there's a new rumor out from Bleeding Cool that we might be getting a White Tiger series. Uh, from what they said, um, they just so their their um, source said they just wrapped four pilot shorts intended to be considered as series for Netflix, and one of those pilot shorts was called White Tiger. Um, they went on to say this would be the Angela del Toro version of the character as ex-FBI agent niece to the original White Tiger born and bred in the Bronx. So, um, and that would, that would be coming after Iron Fist and Defenders and, and all that stuff too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm on board. I'm in. I just, I don't know a lot about the character, unfortunately. I don't like, um... I like the idea of them having, a, you know, a Hispanic uh, white tiger with going with uh, Angela mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, Del, Del Toro. Toro. Yep. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, hey, and then we have that mystical element of the amulets. You know, it can't be scientifically explained. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, that that fits with their dynamic of what they're doing. And then plus, you know, she has interactions with uh, Daredevil. So it could work. Yeah, yeah. 10%. Yeah. Like the character fits in the universe they yeah. build and the comic universe. Well, I think it'd be fun. Like it would, it would be great to see her like along with, like, Misty Knight mm-hmm. and Colleen mm-hmm. Wing, mm-hmm. like, and Iron Fist, and, mm-hmm. like, maybe they do, like, a spinoff out of Iron Fist or something like that. Right, know, right. Like we they just, do with Punisher. It's just so far away, it's hard to... And the so fact far. that, I mean, Iron Fist took so long to even get going that, remember, that was, like, a, a year of our show where it's like, who's gonna be Iron Fist? Yeah. So, like, now we're trying to figure out what's next after Iron Fist. It's like, we should just wait and appreciate... Maybe it's <laughs> Let Iron Fist happen. Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's just, like, <laughs> take that in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I think that's a big problem with our culture is we get so much stimuli so much so fast and we like it's like the binge watching thing but on like an exponential scale like we, yeah. we want like the human brain crave the human brain craves novelty to such a level that as mm-hmm. soon as we know something we want the next thing but we don't appreciate the first thing so we haven't even had Luke Cage yet and we're looking for an Iron Fist we haven't had Iron Fist yet we're looking for spinoffs like we don't have time to appreciate these years of work and this entire enterprise they've built so, because it's we're like, like so it's like a tender version yeah, of everything we're swiping a lot we're swiping <laughs> we're so saying, fast yes 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 so and basically just, what you're <laughs> saying is we should stop, slow down, chew the steak, chew, chew, the, chew steak. the steak. We should we should stop and smell the iron fist. Yeah, should... I don't know about that. Oh, wow. I think that might smell a bit. We, we no. should. That's <laughs> got some layers to it. I'm not sure you yeah. intended. But, Let's uh... just appreciate the tiara and bracers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we just got that. I just think that we're just rushing. We're rushing through, and that's where the bubble bursts. We we. we... I disagree. So uh, so very briefly for any listeners, uh, all of us, none of us are like super big. White Tiger fans, I think, on our on our panel here. Yeah. Uh, but we do know the background. The background is that she is the um, niece, I believe, to uh, Hector Ayala, who was the first White Tiger who premiered in the 70s. Um, and uh, they get their power from an amulet that's sort of passed down through their family. Mm-hmm. And uh, the amulet uh, basically just makes them like some of the best martial artists in the world. So, yeah. And the comics White Tiger right now is, the, is a different White Tiger. It's, 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 a, it's the, the niece third. to Angela Del Toro, mm-hmm. uh, Ava Ayala, I believe. White Tiger's a really good utility player, I will say. You know, she's yeah. different ensemble. Yeah. They had her in that Spider-Man cartoon that's still on Web Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm... I feel bad for Tigra fans everywhere. Every time someone says the word Hellcat or White Tiger, <laughs> Tigra starts to shrink a little bit more. Like, Poor Tigra. Can't have. We ain't ever getting a Tigra, nope, kids. Not with White Tiger. <laughs> not, nope. White Tiger. Not, with, not, not, with, uh, not with White Tiger out there. Uh, all right, so uh, while we're here, let's one, one last thing for Netflix. We've got some new picks uh, to look at and enjoy for Luke Cage, and they mostly feature the um, uh, bad guys, the villains. Like We've got... Uh, Shades, um, who is oh my man, I'm totally forgetting the actor's name who plays him. Uh, Shades, uh, but we've also got to believe uh, Maharash Maharshala Ali, yeah, right. Um, there he is. God, he, just, he looks so good. Just that picture, like I'm, I'm afraid of him, and he's not even moving. Oh, I haven't <laughs> seen these yet. These are great, dude. Yeah, isn't that great? I, I, I said like I a like year ago, he's one of the most underrated actors working, and now he's in a Marvel show. It makes me yeah. so happy. And then there's his cousin. Oh, is that his cousin? Alfred Woodard is his cousin? Uh, well, Mariah? She's, she's in the comics. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with her. I but that's, that. that's one of the reasons why she's like so politically activated and everything um, in it is because, well, <laughs> because her cousin's the bad guy. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. It, it depends on what angle they choose to go I, with. I honestly think that Mariah Dillard, the, the politician that we just saw, I honestly feel like she's the big bad. I think she is too. I really think. <laughs> I like, like that. Because Black Mariah was a villain in the comics initially, and she only appeared in like two or three. She wasn't a big thing. Uh, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad they're not calling her Black Mariah. I was never a giant fan of that name. But uh, Mariah Dillard is a politician running in Harlem. I think she's crooked, and I think mm-hmm. she has her hand in things. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a very well, the nice original, twist. Uh, the, the original Black Mariah character, like her villain gimmick, if I recall, she would have had like phony ambulances and they would like rob yeah. corpses and just yeah. like dump them in yeah. Luke Cage's neighborhood. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm really into this. I'm very excited about. Yeah, Mariah. like she had a crew and they would rob like patients and corpses <laughs> of their of their possessions and be like, it's a victimless crime because they're already gone. I love no that. I love that. And then Luke Cage is like, that's no. really messed up, lady. Yeah. Like, yeah, guys, stop it. That's, that cool. No, stop. 
Uh, uh, oh, Theo Rossi. I had to look it up real quick. Is the name of uh, Shades, and that's the guy that we saw in the alleyway there. Uh, that guy yeah. wearing the glasses. He apparently always wears glasses. Shades. 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 Mm. Uh, but yeah, he also gotta, looks intimidating. Gotta earn that nickname. Branding. Uh, Very important. And then we've got the picture of Luke Cage and uh, uh, Night Nurse, Claire Temple, Night Rosario nurse. Dawson. Spinoff coming to you. Uh, and, and by the way... Wait, she's not nice at nurse. Isn't she just nurse? She's not, isn't currently, it, she's just nurse. nurse. She's just yeah. nurse. Well, actually, she left the hospital. Now She left the hospital. She's so. currently just Rosario Dawson on the street with Private yeah, practice. <laughs> but, but can I just say... Claire uh, Temple RN. The, 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 <laughs> that's the spinoff show. It's like, yeah. a.k.a. Jessica Jones turned into Jessica Jones. Like, Claire, Claire Temple. Oh, yeah. Claire <laughs> Temple, medicine woman. We don't yeah. have a good title, it's like but a general we know hospital you'll watch yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. Rosario Dawson, like, really stressed out about these superheroes. <laughs> um, of, of The thing that I got out of all those pictures is how badly I want Luke Cage's coat. <laughs> like I looked at, I was like, I was like, ooh, uh, cotton mouth looks so scary. Oh, I want that coat. I want that coat more than anything I've ever wanted in my yeah. life. The black one with the yellow hood. No, this no, this, this fur coat, he's... like the fur coat that he's oh, wearing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Can you pull that back up, Doom? That picture of uh, Luke Cage wearing the coat. Very important. Look at that coat. I That's want that coat. Coat. That's a very nice coat. That's a good looking coat. That nice coat, coat is going to get battle damaged. Let me no, tell you. Oh, yeah. yeah. That coat won't last the episode. That coat's very temporary, Matt. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there's our pictures of Luke Cage. Now let's Sweet jump over. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Let's jump over to Deadpool 2 where we've got our first Cable and Domino casting rumors. Now, now let me preface this with saying uh, Dolph Lundgren has expressed interest in it. Mm-hmm. Stephen Lang has expressed interest in it. Um, and uh, uh, Hellboy or uh, Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. All three of those actors have said, "I want to be Cable." Mm-hmm. They've all posted to social media saying, "Please make us Cable." And they all look like Cable. They yeah. all look like Cable. <laughs> oh, Perlman! Perlman, especially. Uh, well, for me, they all like no, have. They're all very smart. Perlman, and they all know their Perlman. brand. They're yeah. all giant dudes on the older side that are physical as hell. Like that's yeah. all of them are great. Yeah, yeah. but. The names that we have this week are Kyle Chandler from mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights and Bloodline. Um, I think he was in Super 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Mackenzie Davis uh, from The Martian mm-hmm. and um, Halt and Catch Fire. Now, I have no problem. Do we have problem. a picture of her? There she is. I have there no problem is. with either of these. I think they're both great. I love that they're both out of left field because that's what Marvel does best. Yeah. Uh, can can and... she be Cable? <laughs> yes, that picture yes, you pulled can. up. She looks like a great cable. That would actually work yes. out really nicely. Actually, kind of awesome to have a female cable. I, I, mean, I only joked about it last week with female yeah. cable, yeah. lady cable. Um, I think that that any of those are great choices. I think that just the I for me, my biggest excitement out of all this is uh, that three actors that were giant in the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. like these titans of industry were like, mm-hmm. we'd like to play the obscure comic character Cable now that Deadpool came out in movies and broke all the records. Like, this is a movie that took 11 years to get made. Now there's actors like, can, can, I, can, <laughs> I, can, I, can I play Cable? I, I'd like that part. Like, that's so cool. That's insane. <laughs> can, I, can I play this relatively Five years ago, like, that... Ryan Reynolds was like, just let me put on the mask. And now people are like, oh, Cable, let me do it. Come on, yeah. right here. Look at me. Yeah, so can, cool. can I play the son of Scott Summers and Jean Grey from the what? future who returns yes. to the past? Like, are the daughter what? call yeah. me Nathania Summers? Oh, Nathania. <laughs> <laughs> there are just pouches from the '90s popping up all over the universe right now, and that's amazing. Yeah, no, I love it. We're living in pouchy times. <laughs> Did you say pouchy times? Pouchy times. Pouchy. Pouchy. Real pouchy. Oh, Sitting over like there is Rob Liefeld. Do you, are, how do your ankles look right now, Cole? Uh, they're a little 
got some. They're a little thin. Little I'm a little worried about little it. Thin, I'm yeah. doing a lot of cardio. I'm afraid to break. <laughs> little Fred pouches weight, plugs little ankles. Real, real uh, For those of you who don't get that joke, look up Rob Liefeld on ankles. Uh, look up Rob Liefeld, Rob Liefeld ankles. An- ankles, and you'll you'll get it real real fast. I hope it's just images of Rob Liefeld's ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's just Rob Liefeld like. Oh yes, <laughs> there's uh, that ankle. <laughs> uh, so let me let me give you the quote. Uh, it came from Jeff Snyder, who uh, on Meet the Movie Press, um, who says uh, people were talking about cable from Deadpool two. There's been a name floating around for a cable for months. Uh, it hasn't changed. Oh, I don't know if it's changed. Maybe it's changed. Didn't make any calls about this. Uh, this was just the name that has been out there for months. Uh, so take this with a gigantic grain of salt, the biggest grain of salt your tiny brain can imagine. The name that is floating around for cable right now is Kyle Chandler. So all of that just to be like Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Yeah, <laughs> but he did. Pre- I think it's important that he prefaced with, "I don't know. I've heard this for a long time. I've right. never heard confirmation about this. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but the name that I've heard is Kyle Chandler." I mean, I think it's a great. It's it's weird, and I like that about it. It's so, not the other three who just look like Cable. He's the one that's like, "Oh, right, I've never so thought of that." I, I need some help. I've only seen the first two episodes of Bloodlines, and I've never seen Friday Night Lights because I've never seen it either. I uh, I grew up in Nothing. Texas. Uh, with football, so I don't I don't need to relive it in TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, can you tell me why Kyle Chandler is a good choice? He's got a gruffness that is very commanding while still being vulnerable. Uh, he has a ability to lead without seeming like he's isolating himself, whereas Cable does isolate himself. So it's an yeah. interesting move because Kyle Chandler's whole thing is like he's a he's a leader, but he's a team leader. Uh, but I think as he's turning into an older actor, they're putting him in like Bloodline and stuff. They're putting yeah. him in roles that are a little more gruff. And I think it's a smart career move for him, but I never would have thought of it. I, I yeah. can't picture it, but I am in. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. like, sure, I trust you. I would worry about his comedic chops, I guess, because I feel like, you know, Deadpool owes so much to the way that it's, it's mm-hmm. time. The straight man versus, like, yeah. 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 I think that's where Kyle Chandler, for me, get, like, I think that's where he who would land perfectly because he's so not a silly person. Well, that's the character mm-hmm. he played in Wolf of Wall Street. Like, in yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, he was the guy investigating Leo's character, and Leo was the wacky, and he was the straight man, and that worked comedically. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's, just, he's just standing there. One good eye, heart full of rage. <laughs> Kyle Chandler can't lose. Can't lose. Can't lose. Can't, can't See, lose. I just, like he doesn't. He doesn't seem to have the the um the gravel in his voice for me. Because like watching watching Bloodlines, I feel like he's like he's like an uncle that's hard to like get to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I maybe doesn't like not. He just he seems very soft spoken. So that's what I mean. He's more of know? a team leader to me. Like he, it seems like he's part of a team and he's the leader, not his own man. Like yeah. not the isolationist that Cable is to me. I, Nick Stahl is my Cable. I think Nick Stahl would be an incredible Cable. Yeah. I think that that would be uh, uh no and and Michael Bean, two guys that Michael, both play yeah. two guys that played the same character. Both of those guys have like an isolationist quality and like a strength to them and like a militariness. Like there's a certain nest to me that that is Cable. Uh, and I just want Mel Gibson and everything. So the joke at the end of Deadpool two yeah. is, is exactly my Cable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But five foot three, Mel Gibson might not work. But hey, yeah, um, yeah, true. I don't know. Yeah, but I just, oh. go on. No, no, I wasn't going to talk about cable. I was going to talk about Domino. So oh, if you got, I, I only oh, want to talk about cable. Apparently, <laughs> no, uh, no uh, I, I can't imagine Kyle Chandler saying like techno organic virus and like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like there are things cable actually has to say. I think that's it's not like him like jumping through buildings and stuff. It's yeah. like, right. him having to like give off this exposition that is Cable's backstory. Yeah, and we all know what that's like. Yeah, yeah he's that's had some one of the wackier backstories. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I will say. I, I'm not 100% sold on Kyle Chandler. I don't hate it, and I'm not familiar enough with Kyle to really know mm-hmm. if I'm w- what I'm saying I'm in just some ways. But they're like, going young. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, when I saw Stephen, that picture of Stephen Lang in the gym, just like, "What's up? I'm Cable." I was like, "Oh my god, no! You could totally be Cable." Like, right. I got stuck on on him, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, anyway, you I wanted heard, to talk about Domino. I heard Stephen Lang likes to go by slang, and ever since I've been like, "Oh, okay." He likes to go by slang. <laughs> slang is Stephen, Lang. Stephen Lang. Oh and he goes my by god, slang. So, slang. So now I can't picture him seriously because that is a slang, huh? But all that right. means he's got a sense of humor. That's so true. That's so true. That's cable. true. I just now all I hear is that what I say. Uh, Kyle Chandler, if you're watching our show, yeah. I'm not saying that you can't pull it off. I'm sure you're going to be an amazing cable if you get the part. Uh, yeah, I, just, I think I'm not, I think he's an actor. I just don't know. I think he's a great actor. I just don't see him as cable yet. So, anyway, you want to talk about Domino, which we uh, should do. Yeah. No, but uh, just because I adore Domino. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's yeah. awesome. I mean, uh, if there's a superpower that you could have that you didn't realize that you even had it, it would be Domino's power yeah. of, like, uh, you know, improbability and being able to switch uh, switch things up just through action. Yeah. But um, I kind of fall into the same thing with... Um, with uh, Oh my god! I already forgot his name. Kyle Kennedy. Kyle Chandler. <laughs> Kyle Chandler. Where did I get Kennedy from? Dear Lord. Um, but she, the actor that they're talking about, Mackenzie um, Davis. Mackenzie yeah. Davis. She falls into my um, blind spot because I have not seen the things that she has been a part of. Mm. So why is it that she would be? I mean, Coy. I don't know her either. Uh, oh, okay. I, I literally, um, I wish I did. The, uh, the only I thing I know her from is Martian, and she was great in Martian. She, like, was she, great in Martian. she gave Which a great report. She, she was one of the. Um, I think she worked at, like she was one of the techs. Like she was a technician. She's on okay. Halt and Catch Fire. Is yeah, that, she's I, on. I, she's and I've never seen that. Yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she seemed to be really well received. I'll say, I haven't watched yeah. a lot of that show, but she, I'm sure okay. she could do it. Uh, she played Mindy Park, the technician that discovers uh, that he's still alive. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. In the Martian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That oh, she was out. in Smash, a movie everyone should see. It's a really good movie. Smash is great. Uh, Aaron Paul movie. Uh, she her career is incredible. She's doing an Untitled Blade Runner sequel right now. Oh, that's right. She's in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So clearly she's great. Uh, I haven't seen enough of her work to really judge, and she looks the part. Like I love that Photoshop. Uh, she's. I mean, I still wanted Kira Knightley once again because the joke made a nipple too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I, I have nothing against it. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, guys, uh, we get to do this show for you um, because we have uh, some wonderful sponsors. And one yeah. of those sponsors is uh, Blue Apron. Uh, and for less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron will mm-hmm. deliver seasonal recipes along with uh, pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals uh, right in your door. Like, And they deliver yeah. the stuff right to your they do. door, uh, right? You like, you actually did it, right? Yes, absolutely. I enjoyed I enjoyed three recipes from them. Um, my favorite was lemongrass chicken burgers. So if oh you ever run God, across that. What? Yes, lemongrass chicken burgers. It was fantastic. Um, and yes. I didn't even know that was a food choice, and it I, sounds so good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they have everything included. They have, like, a knick-knack bag that has... Has, like the little things in it like hoisin sauce or um, shallots and everything so basically all you need is a pan uh, some olive oil and some salt and pepper and you can you can make wow. blue apron and it's 10 wait so wait ten dollars per oh ten dollars per meal i was reading yeah, $10, so you get three. 10 per month but yeah, it's 10 so it's per like meal 60 a but week that's... give or take depending on what you what you choose to okay because you can actually customize the the recipes depending on your preferences you can customize delivery options too like you don't necessarily get it every week and be like ah, i just want it once a month then you can have it just once a month oh you can do it just once a month well depending on what you want to do with delivery huh. options huh. that's uh, well yeah, they're flexible so, <laughs> so let's see it uh, says uh that you can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences yep. Choose delivery options to fit your needs. There's yep. no weekly commitment, so yep. you can only get deliveries when you want them. That's cool. Uh-huh. Um, and, and the I think the best part of it is is that it doesn't take, like, hours to do any other recipes. You can be eating within 45 minutes, like, wow. from start to finish. They actually structure it out really well, 
so that um, it takes me forever to cook things. Uh, but with that, I really was eating each time within 45 yeah. minutes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so let's see. They, uh, they know that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for the community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught uh, Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. So... Uh, let's, uh, yeah. so, uh, let's check out this week's menu, get your first three meals free, uh, go to blueapron.com slash Marvel. Uh, you get, that way you get your, th- I, I'm, I might, yeah. I think I can do this, right? Like I'm eligible yes. to do this, right? Yes, you can. You get your first three meals free with free, free shipping. Free. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, blueapron.com slash Marvel and, uh, you'll help, you'll help, you'll be helping them, uh, support themselves and they support our show. So you should yeah. go do that. Uh, Doom demands that you try Blue Apron. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, uh, that's our sponsor. And now, uh, let's talk uh, about our next topic. Yes. So, great. Uh, All right, cool. Uh, So, that's... 38 minutes in, we're now done with headlines. Now we can get to discussions. Let's discuss. Because we didn't discuss this. Oh my God. I am so bad at leading this show. No, no. So let's let's talk Black Panther, uh, where the uh, screenwriter, Joe Robert Cole, gave some some backstory for the, sort of some of the first backstory that we've had for uh the the film coming out like it doesn't even come out until 2018 like we're we've still got i three, want it now three yeah. movies between now and then yeah. uh they haven't even started shooting they're not done with the script yet but we're already getting details which that's the world that we live in and i'm excited about it okay. uh so bear with me uh because i'm gonna read a couple of long quotes here uh, our standalone movie will begin shortly after civil war ends so we'll be able to see him in mourning and him starting to take command as king of his own nation. Lots of things are going to occur within regards to that. The country will be under threat from inside and out, so we'll learn what Wakanda is, that nation, as the most technologically advanced nation on the planet. Also, as Wakanda's rise to prominence happens, it will affect the MCU moving forward, which is really exciting. So, yeah. um, so let's, let's, let's break that down a little bit. Uh, there's a threat from within and a threat from without. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We also have um, uh, Lapita Nyong'o a, a couple weeks ago saying that there are two villains in the film. Um, we're thinking she's one of them. Maybe. Lupita? What? I thought, I thought that was no, one of the rumors. No, no, no. She's one of the was... Dora Malasha. Oh, Is I it thought... Dora Malasha? Am I saying it correctly? Yeah, it's Dora Shay Mal- at the end. Yeah. Dora uh, Malasha? I heard a rumor that she was a villain, so that she might no. turn. I mean, maybe she turns, but I don't maybe think she's... Maybe that's a threat from I mean, within. Uh, I don't is, think she's is she a primary playing villain. In it? Is she playing Shuri? Or no, she no. Playing... She's, she's, uh, I think she's a new character, but oh. she's Dora Malasha. I think they're okay. still short on the big gravitas actor for the movie because usually these Marvel movies have like one like really established like classic actor actor yeah like a Robert Redford and like I don't feel yeah. like Black Panther has that cast yet well they've got uh, Michael B. Jordan playing Killmonger absolutely I mean yeah. he's and he, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be the threat that. from within uh, I think the threat from without is well, gonna be Claw like I mean, Ulysses they did, Claw oh, yeah, they yeah. did have that whole secret police thing I forget the name of the secret police that were um, oh, depending on the uh, it depends on the storyline because like the the way that they have it now with um, they don't have uh, Claw he won't be able to kill uh, obviously T'Challa's well yeah. T'Chaka he won't be able to kill him because he's already been killed so you know that kind of takes the impetus away from that whole Claw and um, Black Panther um, but then with like Killmonger, it's supposed to be he is uh, well. He his father was press ganged. Uh, everybody knows the the storyline of it. But his father was press ganged into fighting for the bad guys. 
the bad guys lost, his father gets killed, he gets exiled, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, all down with so, all the Black help, Panthers. Help me out. Was it T'Chaka that exiled him or T'Challa? T'Chaka, because T'Challa, T'Challa, T'Challa is our Black Panther. Yeah, now. that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, T'Chaka was his father. Um, and then, yeah, Killmonger has all this rage and he wants to upset, uh, you know, the current Black Panther because he's lost his way, the real, you know, Wakandan way because he's been, you know, poisoned by the outside world. So I think like they could definitely do that mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Uh, Killmonger. And then um, the whole thing with the secret police, it was like ha- Hatut Zaraze. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank I, you. I had to look up Hatut. I was like Zaraze, but there's a word yeah. before it. Yeah. But I mean, but if you do that, I mean, then Black Panther has been he'll he'll have to hop around the rest of the world. He can't be in Wakanda because the secret police thing is him coming back and then discovering that because of his uncle that was Black Panther while he was off. It's Black Panther spends a lot of time outside of Wakanda. So I I like the idea that they're actually going to have him at Wakanda dealing with Wakandan issues. I just want them in palaces yelling at each other. She's Michael B. Jordan. Wakanda's like the Boston. most beautiful yeah. of all yeah. fantasy it's the most kingdoms. Yeah. It's technologically advanced. It's, it's like this utopia that they don't want anybody else coming in. Like, like, please don't take me to the Wakandan shipping yards or whatever that was again. Oh, I'm, yeah. Uh, I just want golden palaces and giant. I think, I think we get Panthers. this at the end of Civil War showed us. Like, yeah, the end of Civil going, War yeah. was, that was the beautiful. Oh, my God. I was like, I just want to exist in this shot. Just like, mm-hmm. just yeah. let the camera just keep going back and forth. Just like <laughs> that's the next move. It's Black Panther. The whole yeah. movie is just back and forth. And yeah, just like, yeah, like yeah. Oh, we're still yelling in this one room. Oh, look at this look pretty, pretty Panther. This this back, the jungle. back to the room yelling. It's just yeah. like one shot, and it just it just pans. That's all it does. That, and I want I want the training yard. I want to see the Dora Milaje like going to town. Oh my god! With things, I want to see it so bad. And, well, wh- speaking of Civil War, do you guys think the threat from outside Wakanda could be Everett Ross? No, I think they work with Everett Ross. Yeah, no, he's he's like the attache. I think it's definitely yeah. He's like, it has to be Claw. I mean, it has I mean, to be. Who else, it wasn't who Claw? else would it be? Uh, uh, I, I can't say his name right. Achibi, uh, the, um, oh, the priest. Oh, uh, Achibe, yeah. Achibe, uh, thank you. Um, the, um, the, the priest minister like who yeah. like is also like a political dissident and kind of a sorcerer. Right. Charlie Shields in the live chat says the Gravitas actor is Andy Serkis. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's okay. kind of what yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah like he's, he's there. I'll allow that. I mean, <laughs> motion passed. <laughs> allowed. He'll do. All opposed say nay. Uh-huh. I want them to get weird with claw, though. I really just yeah, don't I want the guy with the. I want oh, the sound man. construct claw. I oh, want, man. Yeah, that crazy. would be yeah. like sound construct claw is so like the fact that he can have his hand chopped off and then like sound waves <laughs> grow it back it's like what is going on Wait, that is one of the wackier characters we didn't in Age of Ultron actually go to Wakanda that was just Africa right the South Africa, Africa yeah yeah I yeah, yeah. So that I was thought it was Wakanda for some reason I don't think it no, was no I think it was just I think it was just in they, it or they was, had vibranium they had vibranium and Paul was there which would make it seem I, yeah. get, the, I get the I kind of hate that he lost his arm then I understand why they did it for the movie especially because this is like three years down the pipe yeah but still it's like he's got to build his thing he's got to build his crazy hand I I think he's going to build his crazy hand out of vibranium and that's the claw that we see uh, mm-hmm. in Black Panther. Yeah, I think so too. It's him going. Skrillex, yeah, he's going to drop the bass. He's going to drop the bass. He's going to come to Wakanda, DJ Claw, and he's going to drop the bass. Yeah, yeah. But with what you were saying before, Josh, with like you want palaces and them. Yeah, I want that too because a lot of films that take place in Africa they tend to focus on just certain aspects. Of you know African society is like savanna and you know warriors you know out fighting 
uh, animals, that kind of a thing. Where it's like, that's kind of like if things were set in America and they just focused on the farmland. Right. Be like, oh yeah, Americans, they're, they're all was, farmers. When I was in Cape Town, I was shocked by how diverse, even just like 20 minutes out, then an hour out. Because I did, I was in Cape Town and then I went six hours out into, to do Burning Man. So I went to South Africa to burn. And mm-hmm. the six hour drive, there were so many different pockets of types of culture plus like you know baboons and like zebras <laughs> and like it was just the, the zebra the zebra uh, but I was just so struck by like we've not really done that we've not shown that we've not experienced that in film and we should because it's amazing well, and, like the, the culture was so like thick and if like, I may the other quote that uh, Cole has uh, is Africa is a huge nation ah uh, there are yeah. so many countries, each of them with different histories, mythologies, and cultures, but what we tried to do was hone in on some of the history, some of the cultural influences, and then extrapolate out in our technology, extrapolate out in how we see Wakanda and the different parts of the country and the culture of the country as well. So we wanted to root it in reality first and then build out from there so we'd feel pretty authentic and grounded. So it sounds like what you guys are saying about just the vastness of the landscape and the cultural influences and everything else was... They looked at all of Africa and cool. said, what are these histories and mythologies? What are, what's this culture versus this culture? Mm-hmm. Let's cherry pick the best parts of that, throw it into one country, and then what would that technology look like? What would those right, mythologies right. look That'd like? Be, I mean, that's what I want. Because the fact that, like, Diantwerk can come from one street and the next street over is, like, someone making hand-carved, like, giraffes. Like, the, yeah, like, yeah. the culture is so diverse and, like, such a... It's such a unique thing we haven't seen, like you were saying. Like, I was struck by it when I was there, and, like, within five hours, I was like, I've not seen this. And that was really <laughs> cool as a person that watches every movie ever to be like, I've not seen this. Like, it was... So if this does that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm super on board. Uh, all right, so... Uh, <laughs> Ronaldo in the chat said, Africa is big. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you'll have to forgive us Americans. <laughs> I'm just saying it was amazing, and everyone should visit and go to Cape Town. Yeah. Uh, so Spider-Man Homecoming, we've got uh, relatively big casting news. Uh, we kind of been waiting on this for since Michael Michael Keaton was announced mm-hmm. as the the primary antagonist, and, which we all assumed to be the Vulture. And now we kind of oh. they've they've never one hundred percent confirmed that Michael Keaton is playing Vulture. They've they have hinted around it so hard. I mean, are there other good candidates for who he could be? <laughs> like not really. No, like not he could really, be Norman no. Osborn, but want no one Michael wants Keaton that. Yeah. Shocker! I want him to have power now. <laughs> I want him to have four minutes of screen time and just take off the mask and like not even play him like he's old. Just like Rah! then it's like Michael Keaton. Like okay, I want him to be. That's what I want. Yeah, I just yeah. want a Scooby Doo oh, Michael dude. Keaton. Like you meddling kids, I would have shocked you too. Old man Withers, who runs the amusement park? You're damn right, you damn yes, kids. Yes, that's what yeah. I'll ask the shocker inexplicably. Like Michael Keaton. explanation. And he's actually Michael is... Keaton. He's like, right. I'm the actor Michael Keaton. And I wasn't the shocker. And, and Mike Ramitra <laughs> is... Come see my show on, on Broadway. So, no, but along with him, as Michael Chernus just announced this week to be playing Phineas Mason, a.k.a. the Tinkerer. Tinker, er, er, Tinker-er. Er, er, er. yeah. Uh, there he is. Um, so they're going the Silicon Valley route. Yeah, they're, they're, going, going, they're uh, going younger. Going yeah. younger, not not I, the old. Yeah, not I, this guy. I enjoy Def- this Tinker though, because he's like um, the cue for villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. The cue for like, villains. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have any powers except for his super intellect. So he's like also on the I'll opposite side of the spectrum from Tony Stark. In, you know, the, in the press release, they, they kind of he's one of those classic I hate Tony Stark villains, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. So it sounds like he's going to be that in this. Well, uh, there's a rumor out from Heroic Hollywood just this week uh, going along with it. Like they announced Michael Chernus. Maybe I'm saying that wrong. I don't. Chernus, Chernus, what a uh, uh, Chernus. 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 It's, Chernus. It's, it's the essence of Chair. Chernus. Chernus. Maybe uh, Chernus. It's probably Chernus. Chernus is my guess. Uh, but uh, they announced him, then two days later, Heroic Hollywood was like, hey, by the way, we've got, the, we've totally got this rumor about him. Uh, their quote is, the Tinker Rebellion ex-Stark Industries employee who was personally fired by Tony Stark a few years ago, uh, he provides tech to both the Vulture, Michael Keaton in parentheses, and the Shocker, parentheses, Bokeem Woodbine, uh, in an attempt to prove to Stark that it was a mistake to fire him. So, because uh, the rumored uh, casting things we've talked about a couple times. Yeah, and then uh, they also say that he's uh, repurposing uh, Shatari technology. And that's, that's cool. That yeah. obviously would make sense that Stark is like, wait, what are you doing? Bro, bro. Mm-hmm. It's whoa, like, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, uh, and then that also makes total sense. Uh, that we have Robert Downey Jr. and Spider Man. We we've we've assumed that Robert Downey Jr. was simply going to be like Peter Parker. How you doing? Do you need some help? Here's some more tech. Yeah, here's uh, a blank check. Yeah, ch- check back in with me later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it sounds like he may actually be going to Spider Man to say, Hey, I need your help taking this guy down because he's repurposing Shatari technology. Now he he may actually be a little more in uh, in the yeah. plot than just sort of a mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it know? sounds like he's going to be an active participant in this movie, and I think yeah. we all expected him just to like. Pop drop in. Peter off at school in a limo one day and like <laughs> you know what I mean like it's kind of like <laughs> yeah like he pulls up in his limo he ends up chaperoning the homecoming dance I mean oh whatever God, gets him so and Marissa fun. Tomei back together I'm that's ready. all that matters uh, honestly that scene in Civil War was so fun I love the the Aunt May is hot subplot in Civil War. Yeah, totally works for me. Hot hot May, not Aunt May. Hot May, Aunt May, man, Aunt May. Hashtag not all aunts. (laughs) I'm touching myself tonight. That that is doomed. That is wrong. That is so wrong. Is that dirty enough for you? Yeah, doom. Just just stop. See now, if you tie in, was that Aunt May? If you tie in the wrestler and make that canon with Spider-Man, Marissa Tomei's character in the wrestler is very interesting as Aunt May. Wow, because oh, that's, that's interesting. A... Wow, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Golden Oli, indeed. Uh... <laughs> I don't even know why that's there. <laughs> doesn't get that tangent. Yeah, uh, that that went off the rails fast, Doom. It's just on my exclamations. Whenever <laughs> 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 Doom's excited, that's what he yells. Uh, but uh, so, how do you guys feel about Chernus, though? Like do first of all, let me say this. Uh, what's the vote? Do we do we, do we wish he was old, or are we happy with him being young, or are we indifferent? I trust Marvel, but I really see the Tinkerer as old. Yeah. yeah, I either saw him as old, but I saw or I saw him as infirm in some way. If they didn't want to go older, it would have to be he had some sort of disability that yeah. would restrict his movement, like yeah. old age could yeah. kind of a thing. And I would have actually appreciated them having a character that's less than totally able able bodied. Yeah. I would have appreciated that. It's interesting that they're embracing like kind of like the tech wizardy Spider Man villains. Because we yeah. have like we have like Smythe down the line too uh, potentially oh, someday. Yeah, Spider Slayer, yeah. And there's so many villains who just like create evil robots to kill Spider Man. Scorpions like tech based and then augmented yeah. and like yeah. there's a lot there. Yeah, kind of yeah well Tinker makes his tails. So. Yeah, Tinker yeah, so makes I mean, Scorpion's like, tail. Yeah. He makes like the Mysterio's like hollow armor suit or whatever, you know. And by hollow I mean like holograms. Right, like, right. You know. 
uh, not hollow <laughs> suit. Well, um, it, has, it would have to be hollow for him to get in it. Just, you know, it's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, uh, you, guys, you guys heard the uh, Nick Offerman rumor? As J. Jonah Jameson yeah. is, that's the greatest rumor. I keep hearing it and I keep getting more excited. That sounds right. Every time I hear it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, I want that so bad. I think I we could get J.K. Simmons back. I really do think it could happen. God, I, I, I would love that, but now he's playing uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon. It's true. Different oh, mustache. Yeah. Different mustache oh, yeah. altogether. Yeah, he's he's in the Batman Can't movie change and back. in the Justice League movie, <laughs> and he's ripped. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. You saw that picture, right? That was scary. Like, whoa. J.K. Simmons is yoked. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm. It's no longer his tempo. That's what we're saying. Basically, yeah. now um, it's not his tempo. Now Nick Offerman's a good, a very good choice. <laughs> he is a good choice, uh, and he's already got the mustache. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Uh, uh, quick trivia about J. Jonah Jameson: his uh, character and design uh, was initially completely based on uh, Stan Lee. That makes all the sense. Like if That's you, if fantastic. You, in fact, uh, Dicko's, Dicko has said uh, that the very first image you ever see of J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man comics is him hunched over a, a typewriter... And that's how Ditko saw Stan Lee every day. That's amazing. Like, he would look to his left and see Stan Lee just like, uh, like ah. cigarette or cigar, just like, uh, typing. And that's how he drew J. Jonah Jameson was based on That's fantastic. Stan Lee. I do see why they went young if they're having the Vulture be older. I get that mm-hmm. to a point. I just, uh, it's just surprising. Yeah. You don't want the, the red version of this movie? What's the, what's the, the red version? Like of red, that movie with Bruce oh, Willis. Oh, the movie Red, yeah. Oh, you mean the one with Bruce bunch, Willis and Helen Mirren? A bunch of old people fighting Ocean's young Spider-Man. <laughs> Tinkerer and Vulture and an old folks home. Like, we should get that Spider-Man. <laughs> Grimpy old men, move. Uh, no, I, I'm not 100%. I, I, it's a, it's different to me. Broadway show. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's different from what I was expecting, but I'm not 100 percent against it. The so. villain lineup's very interesting and unexpected. Yeah. I will say. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I, but I will say yeah. like uh, if Bokeem Woodbine is playing Shocker, then that that blows out my uh, Enforcers idea. Right. Which I really want. I really wanted the Enforcers so bad. Yeah. I love the Enforcers. They're my favorite Spider-Man villains. No. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. Dan Montana and Ox. I love the Enforcers. Oh, I've never God. heard I've favorite. Really, I've never, they're my favorite Spider-Man. Films. I've never nice. met someone who said like because they're awesome, barely man. in it. Like, they're the ever. only normal guys. They who, really are, though. They are. They're like we're going to take on Spider-Man. The dance pretty fancy. Well, always pretty fancy. And Montana's got a lasso. Well, they're I mean, like uh-huh. they're like goons from like you know like World War II, like hanging out at the piers. We need some goons, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then like superpowers start. Like the next right. day, they're like, "Well, we're not quitting. I don't have anything else. Still I can got do. a job. <laughs> Still got to eat." Yeah. I'm still gonna. I'm still a criminal. Crime's got a crime. Yeah, <laughs> crime ain't gonna do itself. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a really like good that. point. Yeah, but uh, they are like. It also makes sense for uh, Bokeem Woodbine to be a shocker because we've had um, the Tinkerer typically has like a couple of goons who like enforce right. for him, and Shocker's been one of them. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I just, had, I just had a thought. This is a uh, with Spider-Man because uh, people are talking about it. Should Stanley just play J. Jonah Jameson? Oh man, uh, that's so fun. It's a little much for him, but like, could we get him as the janitor like he is in the current Spider Man cartoon? Oh, oh, that'd be great in meta. I like that. That would be really fun if that was his cameo on Spider Man, too, if he was the janitor. Well, Watcher's I mean, got to show up somewhere. Spencer's got a good point. Jonah's dad's in the comics a lot right now. Stanley is Jonah's dad. <laughs> Oh my god. That's right, Jonah's dad's married to Aunt May. Yeah, because that's totally a normal plot line. Stanley is not going to get married to Marissa Tomei on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Well, uh, let's yeah. let's move over to Captain Marvel, where this week we found out that Captain Marvel's origins will most likely change for the movie. Uh, Nicole Perlman talking to a, uh, a podcast called Anytime with Vin Forte. 
uh, set of the script. Um, uh, let's see. Here's the thing. If they were just going to do a straight adaptation of the comics, her origin story is very similar to the Green Lantern, and obviously that's not what we want to do. There's a lot of reinvention that needs to happen, and also she's her own person, and she's a great character. We have to be aware of what's happened in other Marvel films and make sure that her particular storyline is unique and fun and also fits in within this world that's going on at the same time. It's a little bit of an interesting story gauntlet. It's been good to have a partner talking about her uh, writing partner and, and everything else. So, um, so yeah, it, it looks like they're thinking they're going to change her origin. So real quick, her origin was that she was she was in some cavern uh, with a Kree villain whose name is... I want to say Philavel, but I know that's not right because she goes on to become Qu- Quasar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of Captain Marvel's original big villains. It was a, a Kree scientist who created something called the Psyche Magnetron. Uh, and then... Uh, Carol Danvers from the Air oh, wait, Force. Oh, he knows how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Carol Danvers ends up in the cavern with Captain Marvel, and he saves her, but when he saves her, the machine goes off, and he's holding her when that right. happens, and his Kree DNA fuses with hers, and she goes on to become Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. So Can we, can we call him Marvel just so I can tell the yes, difference? Yes, Marvel. Marvel. Because that is his name. Marvel uh, of the Kree, a Kree warrior and scientist. Yeah. Uh, so Marvel's. Uh, DNA fuses with hers to become Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that as being similar to Green Lantern. At all. I, I agree. Like, it's at not, all. Her powers, her power set, her, I mean, her origin's nothing like Green Lantern. No. And she doesn't answer to anyone like Green Lantern constantly has to answer to yeah. the Uwatu. Mm-hmm. Not Uwatu, I'm sorry, sorry. The, the, gar- well, the, Guardians. the Guardians. Yeah, the Guardians mm-hmm. of the Universe or whatever, yeah. I think it's a little space copy. I see. I not space no, copy. No, it is. I see the parallels. Space cop ish. No, yeah, I see what I you're see, saying. I see I the parallels. I don't think it's a copy. I, I think that we need to be as different as possible. So if we're going to do a Green Lantern movie around the same time this is happening, it's like two years later. I get the worry because I mean we are all so versed in comics that we mm-hmm. see every difference. We see every minute detail. Mm-hmm. People that are seeing movies that don't follow comics because it's not their history, it's not things they care about, mm-hmm. don't know that DC are some people and Marvel are some people. Like, that's not... I don't know sports. I don't know. I know Tom Brady plays Patriots. Past that, I got nothing. Yeah. Like, I, right. I don't know what team has what, so I get that people don't know that. So I get the reason to diversify it a little, even if it's a little close. Yeah. Um, because of how close it's going to be to the release of Green Lantern. I'm, I'm I, Honestly, though, I'm just saying, Green Lantern... Here's Green Lantern's origin story. Uh, Abansur crashes on Earth, dies. His Green, Lan- his Green Lantern core ring is like, must find a new host for the ring. Scoop, 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 scoop. Hal Jordan, you're it. <laughs> and Captain Marvel's is, oh my God, I'm in a cavern with an alien. This machine is about to blow up and destroy Earth. I've got to help Marvel save the Earth from this machine. Then his oh, okay. alien DNA fuses with hers. That's completely different. Uh, it might be the whole alien aspect of it. Maybe I mean, they that's just the wanna, only similarity, they right? Just, they just want to steer clear of that. Maybe they want to kind of distance from the whole Kree thing and how Kree and Scrolls is like a whole huge universe of other stuff to try to pack into somebody else's origin story. So maybe they just they don't want to go Kree with but, it. But that's her power. Like, I know. where else is she going to get her I power? I know. You're, like, you're, you're preaching, to the pri- uh, preaching to the choir right now, but... I think, I, issue, I think that's the only thing. Well, she's also an Air Force pilot. She's also like part of yeah. a larger like it, yeah, there are parallels. Others. I think the Air Force pilot thing makes her more like Hal Jordan than any of her, yeah. her superpowers. I'm just right. saying like though like a little tweak, a little tweak, it like, all adds up to being ish 
I still, I like the Air Force thing and the Alien thing. Those are the only two. Those are two of like five things. I mean, Carol Danvers has one of the most beautifully convoluted backstories in comics. Mm -hmm. She's in a coma. She got turned into a brood. She had a psychic. I think she had a baby at one point. She she went like binary. She had like new powers when she was running around with the X Men. Like, but like it all starts with the psychic magnetron machine, like fusing her DNA with a Kree alien, like. I like that. I think that's a very interesting story. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Like, I'm part alien? What? Like, mm-hmm. like, what does that do to someone's brain? Like, and then to have, like, the power set that she gets, like, so is she now more Kree? Is she more human? Like, how Like, how do you, like, we've had she's the galaxy now. Like, had, that's interesting. We've you had know? very like, crazy space stuff, so we could make her Kree. I don't like, think... we could have some more of that flavor instead. Uh, Doom, take... you're, you're trying to talk. What are yeah. you saying? So, no, sorry. Uh, I don't think they're taking away the, the Kree DNA part of her story. I think mm-hmm. it's just because they have to introduce Marvell within the first like 10 minutes of this movie. Yeah. And then they have to pass along his powers to Carol very, very quickly. They need it, So it, the inevitable like thing that happens is he crash lands in some way. But so you can't mm-hmm. do it that way. So I think what they're really just going to tweak is like how she winds up with Marvell so that it doesn't feel too close because of the fighter pilot thing. I don't think it's going to feel that weird because it's not, they're not tweaking. It's not like Captain America where his origin is so rooted in who he is. Her origin is not, is not the thing that defines her really that much. It's what she does with her powers that really makes that character that character. (laughs) I would Uh, be really surprised if Marvell appeared in this movie at all, actually, because a lot of the, they've been talking about how they want these new movies to be kind of in media res. We walk into them already being the hero. We don't have to deal with any of the origin stuff. And I can't think of a better character to do that with than than Carol Danvers, because she has so much origin yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I'd be I, I would, wouldn't be shocked if she already had powers and you know page one of the script and just like how'd you get your powers uh, accident? Yeah, <laughs> found like, oh, them. Se- secret weapon that I was flying. Oh, I said too much. Yeah, <laughs> oops, classified. Yeah. See, like I I am these like I understand like not wanting to do an origin story, but I feel like it would be so cool to find out that hum like the Earth and humanity has been under observation for like a hundred years from the Kree mm-hmm. and Marvel is one of those scientists who's been watching the Earth and now, like... Because she comes out also... Her movie, by the way, is between the two Infinity War films. Mm. So, like, okay. I'm she's probably going to make an appearance in Infinity War. My guess is that she's going to be at the end. Like, she's going to come at the end of Infinity War. Do you War. think that might be her origin? Do you think Marvel might be in Infinity War? Just, maybe. That'd maybe. Cool. Like, that would be... Like, he I comes to Earth. Like, he comes to Earth, like... Uh, Thanos is coming Thanos is coming and everyone's like Thanos and then Thor's like the big purple guy in the chair who never moves oh I know this man and then like <laughs> the voices the, then Carol Danvers comes in on a jet and she's like I've got you covered and I'm gonna fly up this <laughs> alien ship's butthole and like shoot it down this sounds and, like Matt playing with toys yours. and he's constantly this sounds like Matt like no yeah. Uh, uh, and then I'm gonna blow it up, and then we're gonna Independence Day. I'm yeah. loving this. Uh, yeah. All right. uh, no, like I, I, I feel like she's gonna come in as Carol Danvers, Captain Carol Danvers of the Air Force in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Marvel's gonna come in. The two of them are gonna have some some sort of history or some sort of interaction. Mm-hmm. Then she's gonna get his powers, her powers from him in some way, and Captain Marvel film will start. And then we're gonna see her dealing with her new free. But I feel like it's intrinsic to her character that her power comes from alien DNA. But maybe right. she has that already. I'm, well, what? that makes her an inhuman. 
So, I mean, if they want to do oh. the whole inhuman thing, like, maybe. That's the next phase, theoretically. If they haven't yeah. canned it, then, then I, I mean, there's so many options. Yeah, yeah. decree or not decree. That's <laughs> the question. That, that is, is the, the quote question. of the show. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to feel about them changing her origin that drastically, especially because I completely disagree that it's not Green Lantern's origin like, mm-hmm. in any way. And she's not a space cop. Right, right. In any way. Like, even Marvel isn't really a space cop. He's a warrior from an alien race. Like, right. Yeah. He's not Nova Corps. He's not Green Lantern Corps. Like, so I'm I'm really confused. Like, we'll find out in like yeah. five years because we're waiting on this thing. That's yeah. so far away. <laughs> I know, right? By the time I've got children running around, I got that white picket fence. We'll watch this movie. <laughs> well, they had those there pictures of uh, of of uh, the actress looking reading Brie Captain, Larson, yeah, yeah. reading yeah. Captain Marvel books, and even then, when I saw like the Instagram, and I was like. You really don't have to read this. Whatever script they give you is going to be way different, girl. Yeah. Like, do not worry about this. This comic's going to be 10 years old by the time the movie's coming out. I love that you're getting out. versed in it, though. So. It's true. Yeah. I, like the, I like your enthusiasm about the project. Uh, so, anyway, that's that's uh, all the news we've got. Do we want to turn our attention to our, our Mary Marvelite fans? I read a bunch the... last week. There's only two new ones from this week. We've got uh, the Corn Raiders are back. They left us a lovely iTunes review. Oh, okay. After we did the wedding uh, shout-out last week. Aww. So, thank you, guys. It was very Happy sweet. wedding. We have, uh, we've got, they used to be just Deadpool and Avengers, or mainly Deadpool and Avengers fans, but now they also read Doctor Strange and Daredevil with, well, uh, with our guidance. I, uh, nice. I will sweet. take full credit for that. I, uh, <laughs> Gladly. That's fair. That's Gladly fair. take full credit for that. And then uh, Mr. Poop Magoo. As always, Poop thank Magoo. you. Poop Magoo, thank you for the five stars, good sir. And uh, that's it for the uh, the iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Uh, I did no. all of all, like all of July last week, so it seemed like a lot. Yeah, just... oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. Well, uh, on Twitter we have uh, Joel Jimenez at uh, Joel underscore J twenty seven. Can a big fan of both companies and shows get a birthday shout out? Marvel News and DC, uh, it'd be cool. So birthday shout out. Happy, 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 birthday. Birthday. happy birthday! Happy birthday, Joel. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm I don't know how old he is. But happy birthday. But happy birthday. Yeah. Uh, quick questions. Um, oh, uh, no, this is a... Uh, Brie Like the Cheese at Flarkin Good is prepping for a meeting. Uh, the prepping for her meeting will have to wait. Uh, she has to watch Marvel Movie News. So oh, thank you for ah, watching. Yeah. Don't don't prep that meeting. It can wait. Uh, <laughs> don't prep that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> don't prep that meeting. Uh, Charles Lee at GoofyFan uh, underscore Chuck. Which Batman-esque character would you like to have in the MCU first? Nighthawk or Moon Knight? I'm, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Took Knight. me a second to even consider considering yeah. it. Yeah. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon Knight. Moon Knight is just so I mean, complex. He is with the, the psychological. Yeah. Uh, There's know, so many good, t- all valid takes on the character, too. Yeah. 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 Like the current series is really exploring that in a way I didn't yeah. think they were going to. Yeah. It's, that's mm-hmm. a dense book. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's like, yeah. yeah. I like. Yeah. Moon Knight. Across the board. Uh, yeah. I want to give a shout out to Langley, who just got out of the hospital. Langley! Feel better, Langley. Feel better. Get out of the hospital. Well. That's good, man. Langley's one of our, like, I think first episode? Like, he's from the, our, from the beginning. Right. He's been watching us yeah. all 95 now. Yeah, yeah Langley so, Neely. Langley, feel better, man. Glad you're not in there, but out. Doom yeah. demands that Langley feel better. Well, Doom you heard it. it. <laughs> Doom demands it, Langley. You better feel better, man. Uh, Rockhorn Project, at Rockhorn Project. Uh, do you think Phase 4 could have solo vision movie inspired by Tom King's current story arc? Um... No. No. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want a solo vision movie, to be the, honest. The book is amazing. The book's one of the best Man, books the I've book's read one in of years, the best, but the best I think there, it, yeah. it works yeah. in that medium. Yeah. The medium yeah. that book is in is perfect for it. It's haunting. It's super, like, ethereal. And I don't know if we need that to translate to film. I think it works really well in this. Yeah. I, I think that they could maybe take some of the character stuff from that and put that into vision going into phase four. Like, 
is he a threat? Is he a friend? Right. Is he a foe? Like, but I really like where it is. I like where it but, lives. But yeah, I'm I'm the same. I'd I'm like the them same. to find a, a, a more spaces for him in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I just looking at their lineup, I don't know where he fits in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now, such a lineup. Yeah. Where where I would love to see them use Vision in Phase Four is with Kang. Like, I would love to see Kang the Conqueror yeah, coming Kang's like, sort of like the new Thanos touched, for yeah. Phase 4. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the four, five, all, and all new, all different... All new, all different Avengers by Mark Wade current, in his current run. Uh, Kang and Vision are sort of like in this really big struggle. I think that would be really cool to see like Kang figure out how to take over Vision's programming and then use him against the Avengers. And, yeah. You know, and then it's like, wait, is it Ultron? Is that programming coming yeah, back? Kang or is it Kang? Like, I think... I think Ooh. Kang would be like one of the best. Have we had phase four villains. clarification as to whether who can use Kang? Because it's I like think the it's Kang Immortus. I think it's still Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's still Fox. But as as I broke the story, Matt Key confirms that uh, uh, Kang is back at Marvel due to the rights not, officially coming back. Did not confirm that. <laughs> I mean, I love Kang. Really, there's only a handful of great, great, great Avengers foes. Yeah, and Kang is one of them. He's like a top five Avengers villain. Yeah, yeah. like he's yeah. up there with Ultron and Thanos. Like he's. Absolutely one of those. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greeny, at James Greeny, which heroes do you want to see on TV next after Ghost Rider? I really want a Young Avengers show. Um, Doom, I, I know you're a big Angels of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, Shield guy. Do you have any, um, any, any characters or heroes that you want to see on TV after Ghost Rider? Ooh, like on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or just like in general? Who would I, I, think, I want to I see think he TV? means just in general. Um, I mean, I yeah. still... I, like, we, I feel like we say it all the time, but She-Hulk is still like my... Like I would, I want to see that yeah. series. Like that series would just be fun because it could be a fun tour mm-hmm. of the Marvel universe through legal action. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really cool. And since yeah. uh, hey, someone... damage control got canceled, it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone has to defend the, you know, the uh, the people that get uh, locked up. <laughs> <laughs> the criminals. <laughs> I, she doesn't defend criminals. I'm like the the um, heroes who are uh, exactly the framed. heroes that get yeah framed or get uh, prosecuted. It's like she she would be on board with saving them. Yeah, I'd like, like She-Hulk show. I'd like, yeah. like, a, like a Sorkin-y dialogue is really yeah. important oh, to me for that show. Oh my god, like, for really She-Hulk? Yeah, yeah, that would be like, really fun. Like the West Wing She-Hulk. <laughs> I want Runaways. I think even I think oh, Stranger Things has really showed you can do a great show with a young, young cast. I just started Runaways. It's so good. Yeah. So good. It gets better and then it keeps going. Yes. Oh, that, that, I would love to see... It's, it gets uh, better and right then it yet. keeps going. Yeah, they're uh, Nico, Nico Minoro, like I would love yeah. to see Nico Minoro uh, show up somewhere. Yeah. Her or like Doctor Druid, like I just if it's a magic character, I want to see it. Like the whole magic side of Marvel, I'm all, I'm all about. Um, but like Nico Minora, I think would is a very accessible character to bring on because her power is mostly like in her staff and everything. I want so. Victor Mancha. Uh, oh my god, child dude. of Ultron. Yeah, I guess one of many. <laughs> but like yeah. almost like accidental well, you know son to like yeah. Ultron. Yeah, especially with like the stuff they're doing with him in Vision now is like yeah, that's it's very yeah. interesting. Oh, I will say. So good. Yeah. By the way, so the recommendations you've heard from us today are All New, All Different Avengers Mm -hmm. uh, by Mark Wade, uh, Vision by Tom King, uh, uh, Jason Aaron's run on Doctor Strange, and what do we just uh, um, say? I'm going to pull out my recommendations. Victor Victor Mantra. Oh, and the Runaway stuff. Oh, and the Runaway stuff, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Dalton JW at Dalton W says, could we ever see the Impossible Man in the MCU? Um, That would be weird. (laughs) Because <laughs> uh, the Impossible Man can basically like warp reality and do whatever he How wants. How do you know he isn't already there? Oh, <laughs> oh. Blah. Blah. 
Be like, hey, here's a picture of him right here in this movie. I feel <laughs> like you, the, whole the whole time. All you do is paint a fire hydrant like those two cut, like the green and the purple, and you're like, oh, <laughs> there it is. Impossible man. Frame 1012. Uh, I don't know that we could ever see him in the MCU because he's also, I think he probably belongs yeah, to Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four guy. Uh, and since God knows we're never going to see a good Fantastic Four film until it comes over to Marvel. Do you hear the documentary got approved? They're doing a documentary about Roger oh Corman's Fantastic Four I've, called Doomed. I, like it's already it's already out. It's already the been out. Is out? The, it, they found distribution oh, though. Awesome. They were only distributed through by the filmmakers. Gotcha. Like, and you had to go directly to the filmmakers to get a DVD that's of it. Exciting. No, no, wow. this is a documentary about the movie, not the movie itself. No, that's what I'm saying. Okay. The documentary uh filmmakers. Got it. Got so distribution. It, it just finally got distribution. Rad. So and it I haven't seen the documentary, but the Roger Corman Fantastic Four film is a must watch. Yeah. It's it's a must watch. Uh, my favorite books for the month so far. It's only two weeks in the month, but uh, Civil War Kingpin Two was such a good book. Kingpin is killing it in that, but that's like the, some of the best Kingpin I've read. Doctor Strange is great. Invincible Iron Man is great. Moon Knight is a strong title, uh, and then this week Accused One was really good. Uh, All New X Men, Avengers Annual, and Old Man Logan and Scarlet Witch are my favorite books this month. Yeah, Old Man so Logan has been really good too. Like, the art's beautiful. It yeah. really feels like Wolverine again. For the last like. For the last like yeah. four years, Wolverine didn't feel like Wolverine until they killed him, and I was like, fine, because it just didn't. It just felt like yeah. they were just pushing the character. But this feels like Wolverine, and then all new Wolverine is one of the best titles of X Men's had in years. Yeah, with yeah with, with her with Laura, as Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Laura uh, let's see. Uh, uh, do you think Dormammu will be featured as the big bad in Doctor Strange film or the Avengers from Michael Benson at Mike the Beast ninety two? Uh, I think Dormammu will not be the big bad. I think we'll see him. I think Dormammu will be the big bad in the Doctor Strange sequel that will most likely, no doubt, happen. Um, I don't think that he'll be in the Avengers. I think the Avengers are fighting Thanos for the next two films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Which makes total sense. Makes I mean, total sense, total yeah. Sense. Uh, At this point. But I, I do think Dormammu <laughs> will make an appearance um, in... Uh, Doctor Strange. I want Shimagorath. That's let oh, wake me up when are, we get the Shimagorath. You are t- speaking my language. The epic, the epic, like uh, strange, um, not strange tales. Marvel premiere number three through number twelve, I think. Uh, where Shuma, that whole Shimagorath epic. I'm so that's my favorite Doctor Strange title. That's my favorite Doctor Strange oh, story. Really? Is the Shimagorath one where uh, the Ancient One dies? Uh, Doctor Strange becomes a Sorcerer Supreme, all because of Shimagorath. And then the next two titles are uh, Doctor Strange's first uh, uh, adventures as the Sorcerer Supreme after he takes over the mantle from the Ancient One. He goes back in time to witness the birth of the universe at the hands of, like, a malevolent sorcerer. Oh. And, like, that that informs Doctor Strange's story for, like, 20 years. Uh, Reynaldo in the live chat said Seth Green is Impossible Man, and I can't see anything else. <laughs> Oh my God. God, would Seth Green oh my kill God. that? Seth Green's the Impossible Man sold. Oh my God, yeah. into it. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Phase Four. Graph. That's all I'm I all want. About. Seth Green is already in the MCU. Coy. I know he's Howard the Duck. You don't see him. You don't see him. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm into it. Maybe, uh, maybe Howard the Duck was the Impossible, the impossible man. man. We don't know. Matt, I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to pick your brain. Off, so I thought it was interesting. Uh, I was listening to the uh, the untold story of Marvel Comics. Yeah. Uh, on audiobook, yeah. and they for the first time I've heard anywhere. They pronounced, uh, well, they said Dormammu. Oh, I hate that pronunciation. I still think it's wrong. 
I, I still I, think it's wrong. wrong. It, I, just, I, I thought it. I thought it was interesting. I really hope. Well, and that's, that's 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 how Kevin Smith pronounces it. And every single time he says it on the show, I'm like, no, it's Dormammu. Why are you instigating things, Doom? Uh, Dormammu. Dormammu. Doom is here. Yeah. And, 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 and you, have, you have to imagine like how does Stan Lee say it? And I don't hear him saying Dormammu. Well, you have to think I, I of the alliteration. Because I would think of it. I would think of dread Dormammu. Yeah. Like that's yeah. kind of a, the dreaded Dormammu. The right? dreaded Dormammu. Like yeah. I don't hear Dormammu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how dare you, Doom? How dare you? Um, let's see. Um, which upcoming film in the MCU will be impacted the most by the events of Civil War? That's from Osalin at Bad Wolf Bay 10. This, uh, I think, probably have to be our last question. Because okay. uh, we're like we're an hour 15 into the show. Uh, We've got a movie in 10 minutes. Oh, my God. We've got to see Bloodfather. <laughs> Mel Gibson. It's only playing one place in oh Los Angeles. God, we've got to get you out of here. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think I think Black Panther. I Doctor, think it would have to be, right? Yeah, because Doctor Strange is its own thing. Then Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy are like Black Panther who? Yeah, and Black Panther is anti-reg, so it's like... I feel like it, Infinity War is the one that's the big one to be touched on, because who I thought the Avengers lineup was going to be yeah. before Civil War and after Civil War... Are totally different. Yeah. Mm. Like we, you know, we they took War Machine out of play, kind of maybe ish. Yeah, ish. yeah. I'm very interested to see what the lineup for Infinity War actually looks like. Yeah, at least uh, part one or yeah. However I, I, th- work. I think the because yeah. since Black Panther hits before Infinity War, like obviously Infinity War will be, but I think Black Panther will be uh, Spider Man maybe a bit, but I yeah, think he's kind of off in his own little bubble him enough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he might. He, I mean, we're not saying he's pocket or anything like that, but I, I just don't see him being really affected by Civil War that much. Yeah, I think Civil War will directly impact the stuff going on in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but also Infinity War, obviously. And I'm sure Tony will be like, "I did a real bad thing that last movie you were in. Remember that? I'm real, real sorry. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, and finally, David Eldred at El Reto says, "Do you think Marvel can get non-comic book fans to buy into cosmic beings like Live in Tribunal MCU?" I think they already have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, with, with the Celestials and everything else. Like, I, I know, like, Living Tribunal is a little bit different because they actually have sway over reality in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's, like, barely one step removed I mean, if we can Celestials. get the Collector on a theme park ride, I think, I think people... Yeah, yeah exactly. we're in a good way. Yeah. I, think, oh, yeah. I think they just need to see Jeff Goldblum as a great master, master yep. and then they're going to be totally on board yeah. with That's all everything. I need to see. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and by the way, the, the picture, we just wanted to debunk this real quick. The pictures that you saw of, uh, of, of well, I'm forgetting his name, Benicio Del Toro as the collector, that was for the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. That's not him being in Guardians or uh, Thor Ragnarok. That's for the Guardians ride. So nothing too mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, anyway, we should wrap this up because it's an hour 20 now. Uh, and he's got to go see Blood Dragon. I got to yeah. see Blood Father. Blood Father. Blood Father. Blood Dragon. <laughs> Blood Dragon. I want to see Blood, Blood Dragon. Dragon. Uh, all right. So, uh, Josh, where can we find you? What's your Twitter? Uh, and you can else? find me on the interweb uh, at Lost His Keys Man. L O S T H I S K E Y S M A N. And check out uh, President Bubblegum next month at your local comic book shop. It's uh, your time. And what was the other one? The D and D. Death Saves Fallen Heroes of the Kitchen Table, and that's out on Amazon and Comicsology. And I have some other independent work you can find on my website. So just follow my name. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, Josh Trujillo. J. Twitter name. Spell your last name. Oh, yeah. T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O. So Josh Great. Trujillo.com. Great. Thank you for coming on our well, show. Thank you. 
Uh, Marquia, what do you got coming up? Anything? Uh, yeah, uh, you guys can uh, catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. That's M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Also, Snapchat, Darth Thin Mints. I do a lot Love of it. cooking. <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of cooking, so you know, look forward to that and and selfies. Uh, <laughs> but as far as uh, things coming up, uh, yeah, I'm on uh, the Raw panel after Buzz, so you can catch me Mondays uh, at eight thirty. Uh, with uh, Johnny LaGuasso and uh, Ty, Tyler Matthews. I know, Johnny's so cool. Uh, so, yeah, I do that for Raw. And then if you enjoy live comedy, I'm in a number of improv groups um, happening uh, around the Hollywood area. Uh, my next one coming up on Thursday, I play with Big Yellow Taxi. Our special uh, driver is going to be Marshall Givens. Uh, you probably know him from Blood Sucking Bastards. He's he's just he's a really good all all around guy. Uh, so it's Taxi Cab Confessions meets Improv, and that is Pay What You Can. Oh, and, that sounds fun. Yeah, Where's that's that at? Uh, that's at the Pack Theater. Uh, that's in Hollywood area, and that starts at uh, nine thirty p.m. Nice. Coy, what do you got going on, sir? Uh, I got Rocky Horror coming up next month, which is going to be crazy. Oh, wait, a month and a half. And then uh, I'll, you'll know soon. Uh, I'll talk to you guys <laughs> then. As always, it's a pleasure. And tweet me. I love you guys. Uh, and, uh, oh, I'm Matt, C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-U on Instagram and Twitter if you want to tweet me. So I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. Very simple Twitter. Uh, we will be uh, presumably filming some Fat Man on Batman this Thursday night. Uh, so you can watch for that. Also, I'm on Geek and Sundry's. Uh, I'm currently hosting Geek and Sundry's um, uh, Signal Boost. Uh, my first episode hit last week. My second episode will hit this week. Last week, I got to talk about uh, Doctor Strange and Shuma Garath. Uh, on top of my uh, fascination and love of uh, bow ties, if you uh, want to see that. Um, bow ties are cool. Bow ties are cool. My favorite drink mm-hmm. is Jameson and Ginger Ale. You got to see me drink that on the show. <laughs> and uh, I can't remember what my uh, last one was. Anyway, uh, the, w- the go to Geek and Sundry if you want to learn more about the things weird things that I love and uh, <laughs> I'm into. Uh, anyway, that's been our show. You can follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or on Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>